Hello. I I mean, welcome. Or welcome back. This is Let's Talk About That, and I am your host, Tangie. The other day, I was listening to this episode about... And one of the girls was telling a story. And I noticed how much I love stories. So I will try to think of, like, interesting stories that I like to share. And I was scrolling through my Snapchat memories, you know, to try to find pictures that triggered stories in my brain. And I went down until I found this picture of me and a classmate's cousin at the beach. And I remember we drove my car to the beach. This was, I think, probably four years ago, maybe a little bit more. I was still wearing braces back then. And my classmate's cousin was my same age. And we kicked it off right, like, instantly. Like, we became friends so quick. Like, we didn't know her before that time. And when we were in the car, it was my mom and my classmate's mom in the front of the car. Me and my classmate and my classmate's cousin in the back, in the back seat. And my classmate refused to put on the seatbelt. And I remember getting so pissed. Like, I was so pissed. Like, you guys have no idea. I was so angry. Like, I don't know why, but my my ninth grade freshman self was... I was, I was, I think I was about to scream. I was like, why are you putting your seatbelt on? Like, I don't know why it was such a big deal to me. And low-key, I could see how that would bother me even today. I, if you know anything about me, I'm not a very patient person. And honestly, I think that comes from my dad. Because my dad is also not very patient. And patience is truly a beautiful quality to have. Like, if you consider yourself patient, or if you've been told you're very patient, I congratulate you. Because I don't get told I'm patient very often. And I think that, fun fact, my dad used to be a teacher too. He would teach, he would tutor Chinese lessons. And and just imagine, like, my dad, my Asian, Asian dad, my Asian, like Chinese, Chinese, as Chinese as they get, dad, giving Chinese lessons to somebody who's never spoken Chinese in their life and also not being a patient person. And he's also, he's also one of those Asians that has one of those faces. Like there's, there's some Asians that have like a very resting, resting, like sweet face. My dad does not have one of those. I'm sorry if my nose sounds a little stuffy because now that I'm talking, I can feel how my nose sounds a little stuffy. I wonder what's the science behind having a stuffed nose. Like, why is it that when you speak through your mouth, your nose has an effect on the sound? Like, does it get muffled? Or, like, is it that the sound also travels out your nose? Like, if I were to cover my nose like this, can you still hear that it's stuffed? Like, you'd definitely still hear that it's stuffed. So is it because, like, it bounces off a weird way? Like, I'm trying to picture how the inner canal of your nose and your mouth and, like, your throat all looks like. And I don't understand what would be the effect. Is it because it's, like, cushioning? I have no idea. Anyways. So, yeah. And I also remember me and my cousin's... My classmate's cousin took, like, so many pictures at the beach. None of them came out well. I think I didn't post a single one of them on Instagram. I remember I wore this blue bathing suit. I don't. I wonder where that went. Did I give it away? Um, soon I'm gonna go to the beach, and I have a bunch of new bathing suits, and I'm so excited for that. Anyways, moving on. 
I, okay, there, there's something that has been on my mind recently. And I think I'm just here to say, like, I'm so scared. Maybe this is TMI. I don't know. But I'm kind of scared of relationships. Like, the idea, like, I think that hypothetically, in a, in a made-up manner, in a perfect world, the idea of a relationship is beautiful. You know, I love love. Why do I feel like I've already said that I love love before? Anyways, but I feel like the process of starting a relationship and actually being in a relationship is so foreign to me. It's like, it's so alien to me, you know? I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they manage to just dive in, I guess, just plunge in. But I've been thinking and I'm like, I don't know, like, what do what does a relationship consist of? You know, I hear people who like call their significant other every day or they like FaceTime every day. And I don't know why there's so, something so terrifying about calling somebody who you like. Like, I don't I remember. So I had a I had a boyfriend in eighth grade. Okay. It's so weird to say that because I usually, I would never tell that to people in high school because I'd be like, eighth grade was like yesterday, but then I'm, I'm graduating next week and I'm like, eighth grade, TNG, eighth grade was four years ago. And like, it's surreal. It's surreal. And I remember he was like, we should FaceTime or we should call. And this was back when, actually, fa- I, I didn't even FaceTime back then. If I wanted to video call, I would Skype. I, I know, I know what, like, I, I don't need, I can't even remember the last time I opened Skype, like the application, like, do I even have the application anymore? I don't think so. And I was thinking lately, cause I've been watching a lot of rom-coms yesterday. I started crying because of a, it's of this movie called uh, think like a man, something like that. And at the end I was like, Oh my God, being in a relationship seems so cute. Having a boyfriend seems so nice. You know, somebody to bring you flowers, somebody to talk to, somebody to hang out with, somebody to watch movies with. And then I'm like, no, that just seems like so scary. Like I, I hadn't, I haven't had a crush in years in years. Right. Like a real crush. But when I really stop to think about it, I'm like, do I even want to have one? Because look at all the liabilities that come with liking someone, you know? I, I, besides, I, I always tell this to people. I'm like, I'm a bad texter, but I'm a good caller. Like I can talk to you through call for hours and hours, but I can't text you for longer than like 30 minutes without getting bored and just not responding and leaving you on delivered or on D or whatever you call that. And I like it does the shame or not even shame like does the nervousness just go away? Like I have a friend, right? And she started talking to this guy. And she was like, "Should I send them this? Should I send them that?" And I'm like, "Just send them whatever your heart feels like, you know, just send them what you feel like you should send them." Because who cares? Like, you're not going to get married. But then can I even apply that rule to myself? Like, I'm thinking if I were to talk to a guy, I would be so scared to send him whatever. And part of me is like, no, 
Like, part of me doesn't even care. Part of me would text back in two seconds. Like, I really don't... I'm really not into that, like, I'm going to leave you on the liver for three hours if you love me on the liver for two hours just so you know that I don't really care. Because if I care, I care. And I don't think there's any shame in caring. And I feel like the person who would like me would understand that. And to an extent, it makes me feel like I'm jeopardizing all future possibilities of anything. Like, I feel like even though the future is so arbitrary, I guess, and like random, I, I, I like plans and I like knowing and I like control. And that part of me kind of overrides the part of me that's just like, yeah, let's do whatever, you know? And it, it makes me wish that I could plan all my future friendships and all my future relationships. And we've all, okay, how do I want to approach this? Like, we've all had those moments in which we daydream and we create this fake scenarios in our brains and whenever, like, you make plans with somebody to go out the next day and then you, you live out the entire day in your head right? The night before, like right before you go to bed, you imagine what it's going to be like, what you're going to have to eat, what the menu is going to look like, what the place is going to be like, how many people they're going to be, what are you guys going to talk about? You create all these lists in your brain, all the topics you're going to discuss. And it makes you happy, you know, it makes you joyful and it brings you just all this serotonin. And I don't even know if that's the right hormone, but like it brings you this chemicals of happiness in your brain because you're like, oh my God, it could go so well. It could be my movie moment. You know, it could be, this could be it. It could be the the, the outing that creates our friendship. It could be, it, it could be so many things. And many times it doesn't, most of the times it doesn't end up being, what do you think it's going to be? And it's not necessarily because it doesn't live up to the standard. It's just something different. But I think that sometimes I get like really scared of diving into this, into a situation which I am foreign to, you know, like I get scared of the idea of like somebody being like, oh, want to do this right now? And me not knowing the place or me not knowing the ambiance or me not having thought up at least two conversation topics. And I don't think this is terrible, you know. I don't I don't believe it's holding me back from anything. Or maybe to an extent it is. I think it's almost like holding me back from things that haven't happened yet, you know? And like going into college so soon, I'm gonna make so many new friends and I'm good at making friends. Like I'm so good at making friends. Like if you want a friend, trust me, you'll talk to me for a few seconds and we'll be friends. I promise you that. But also with moving I don't know it's just I get so many mixed emotions and I remember I I used to have this tactic whenever I had I'd had like a like a presentation at school I'd be like I'm not nervous I'm excited because I don't know if you've ever thought about it but the feelings of nervousness and excitement are pretty similar similar you know they both have a tiny bit of anxiety in the mix and they both have this feeling of like the unknown you know like just ideas but like you you're not sure your things are out of your control you know you're diving headfirst into a situation you've never been in before you're doing something that you don't perhaps can control 
or, or don't plan it. Like maybe you don't even like it, but it's something that's going to happen. So what I would tell myself is that I'd mask my nervousness and I'd be like, no, I'm just excited. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'd wanted to share my perspective on relationships because sometimes I feel like I can't tell people this because it, it almost alters the way I feel like it would alter the way that people view our relationship. You know, like if I tell one of my best friends this, then I feel like they'd be like, are you nervous when you talk to me? Like, I don't know. And I feel like, you know, healing isn't a straight process. So sometimes I do get anxiety like I used to before. And it's overpowering and it's terrible. But to an extent, it's healthy, you know? I'll never stop saying, like, the worst, the worser the bad days are, or the worser, the, the, the worse the bad days are, the better the good days are gonna feel. Can we also talk about the, like, psychological construction of a crush in your brain? Like, when you have a crush, it, like, okay, so. I think my first crush, I was in, like, kindergarten. He was white with, like, I think light eyes. He had brown hair. We're friends now. At least I'd like to call us friends. Uh, I I think we're more of acquaintances. But whenever we see each other, it's, like, not a single second has passed, you know? And that was in the old school that I was in. Uh, We were all, what, less than a meter tall back then? (laughs) So me being taller than the average person in this country had no uh, effect, you know, on our relationship because we were all in kindergarten. And the only reason that I was attracted to him was the way he looked pure, I guess, not even, I guess, physical attraction, because there's no sexual attraction when you're in kindergarten. And I, what did I look like? I wore pigtails to school almost every day because that's how my mom did my hair I have black hair I think it was pretty long back then I don't quite remember I also wasn't the most fashionable student like my mom would make me wear pants instead of shorts to PE and that's completely fine did this boy ever like me back no well on his own time I don't know but during our experience of like kindergarten through like second grade no and I remember at once I even like, I was talking to my friend. I was like, oh, my God, I want him to, like, talk to me. And we were in the playground. So my friend decided it was a smart idea to push me into the mud so that my crush could pick me up. Did it work? Yes. It was successful. That was my first experience with a wing woman. And you know what? Shout out Karen. You did a great job. We're also acquaintances now. But I love you. I love you for listening. Then I switched schools. And I was the weird kid for a while. So I didn't really have a crush on anybody because nobody would really um talk to me i guess but you know what we're all in third grade it's it's gone doesn't hurt me anymore maybe a little i got scarred but you know what scars don't hurt open wounds do um and then i had a crush in like fourth grade and i decided that because okay we would have this moment between like carpet time and going back to our desks, in which we would, I think about the fact that it, that was fourth grade. I was, I was nine years old. Like, I was nine years old. That was almost 10 years ago. Like, why does that not click? Like, why is that so strange to me? And, like, I, I can remember vividly being nine and being like, I like this boy. This boy is cute. I want this boy to talk to me. 
Like, my nine-year-old brain should have been eating rocks. I don't know. I feel like children don't have minds for some reason. Like, there's part of me that's like, no, you don't really... Your brain doesn't really work till you're, like, 13, you know? I don't know. And I remember... Yeah, so there was, like, a moment between carpet time and desk time in which we had to get something, I think, from our cabinets. I'm not quite sure. And... I like all the kids would run towards the cabinets at the same time. So it kind of be a mess. And sometimes you get pushed, you know, because we're all literally no, we were kind of tall by this point. We were like, what, one meter with 30 centimeters? I don't know. But I remember it was going to be a smart idea to fall, to pretend to be pushed to. Yeah, to fake being pushed and fall on top of a crush. This did not turn out to be successful either. I... I, I fell on top of my crush and he was kind of disgusted by it. He was repugnated, I guess. Is repugnated even the right way to pronounce repugnated? And he was like, oh my God, get off me. So failed attempt. And I never got him to like me either. Now I don't, we're not acquaintances. I hope we're doing well though. Then I had a different crush. From I had this crush on this guy because he was new. And it's crazy to think that I was so young, yet my brain could already recognize that, oh, like, new people are interesting. They're fun. They're, they're undiscovered territory, you know? So whenever a new kid would come by, I would be like, oh, my God, that's the new kid. And he came, and he was physically attracted to my fourth grade self. And I was like, yes. And that did not work out either. Hope is also doing great, you know. But it's just crazy to think that I never talked to these people. Like, I was in fourth grade. And it's not like we would have play dates or, like, our moms were friends. Or that I would go to his house or he'd come to my house. Or that, I don't know, we'd go to the same, I don't even know what, daycare. I never went to daycare. But it was purely just from seeing this. And I wonder how your brain wires that, you know. Like, is there a different way to... Like, if I touch your hypothalamus, are you suddenly going to have an attraction on the next person you see? You know, you know, crazy things. I, was, I wonder if it has to do with genetics, too. Like, does your sexual, physical attraction come from the way, like, the people that your ancestors have liked? Like, was your great-great-great-great-grandma once saved by a an Asian man and now every single person down the line? Maybe it's because of your father figure, you know? Othello kind of ish, yeah, yeah, you feel me? That's a weird complex to me. Anyways, my next crush, I think, wasn't until fifth grade, and I remember bragging to everybody. I was like, I haven't had a crush in so long. Like, I haven't had a crush in like a year, you know? And like, I had classmates who had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and I was in fifth grade. Like, nobody loves me. Oh, girl, if she only knew, if she, if she only knew. Oh my god. And. This crush lasted a long time. I also hope he's doing well, you know? This crush, I, 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 I also did, okay. I remember there was this class in which we'd sit next to each other because we had assigned seating. We were not friends. I repeat, we were not friends. He was not trying to make me his friend. He in no way, shape, or form insinuated that we should have a friendship. This was purely me. And I would, whenever we'd sit next to each other, I would slowly, like, inch, like, 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 squish, like, smooch towards him. 
And one day, he looked at me dead in the eye. He was like, are you moving towards me? And I'm like, oh, all I'm saying, that did not work out either. Like, I don't know how in the U.S. you hear about these kids, like, doing, you know, what in middle school. Or, like, dating people in middle school. Like, what? How? How? I also, my parents are not strict, you know? They're not, like... No, you can't come back home after midnight. No, you can only have fun once a week. That means 52 times a year. No, you already got your allowance this week. Uh, No, you can't sleep over. No, you can't talk to men. But to an extent, they are. And it's not that they're strict. They're mostly traditional. I would say they're very traditional, you know. My dad, especially being Asian, like I don't know if my dad knows that I, what if I I don't know if my dad knows that I know what a man is you know you know I I'm just wondering like I really wonder what would happen if I went up to my dad and was like I have a boyfriend I've never done that before because I have never had a boyfriend before but imagine if I did for all of those people who know my dad like I don't I don't even know what would happen this I think he'd just look at me and be like what and then he'd be like I think you're too young to have a boyfriend you sh- you guys should break up like no debt dead dead a i'm not gonna say the cuss word but he would tell me like i don't think that's appropriate like this you're this is not happening you're not seeing him again you know but then again my dad but then again my dad lets me go anywhere i want whenever i want you know so i could secretly have a boyfriend right now and if it'd be up to my dad if i only lived here with my dad i think he'd never find out because it's my dad you know it's not like we share our feelings and watch rom-coms together and eat ice cream and do our hair. He has great hair, actually. He doesn't have a single bald spot. Like, I hope my hair, like, ages like my dad's hair. Even though it's completely silver. But it, it's full. He has a full set of hair. He still cuts his hair. In, like, in the barbershop. Like, he doesn't need to... Like, it's just great hair. You know, those Asian jeans. And my mother is protective of me. Of course. Like, who can blame her? Like, that's what a mom should do. And I think I've also never gone up to her and been like, I have a boyfriend. Because again, I don't, I never had one, but, and I kind of feel like I know what she would say. I think she'd be fine with it. I, she, I think she'd be okay with it. But she would keep an eye on the dude, which reasonable again. But there's, I don't know, I guess I'm, I've also never had like male friends. Like I don't have a brother. I also don't get along a lot. Like I don't get along very closely with any of my male cousins. So I don't really know what the relationship with a guy is like. Like, I don't know how it constructs itself. That's a lie. I have one very good male friend and he doesn't live in the city. And like all I've heard from other girls is like, oh, yeah, we FaceTime till like 2 a.m. while he plays video games. And like, I don't. Am I wrong? Like, am I to blame for not wanting that to be my relationship with my boyfriend or male cousin or guy best friend like I just don't find that appealing at all or like yeah you like he talks to me when he needs relationship advice and like I tell him what to do with his girl like I don't I don't find that appealing in the least and I I keep on saying like the guy who's gonna want to be my friend or or anything or gonna have any sort of relationship with me whether that be like intimate relationship or just a cool friendship would understand that and would not be like that 
but I think I'm also forgetting that there's such a small pool of available guys in my like scope I guess like here it's so easy to be like yeah so and so who knows so and so who knows so you know it's like we're all in this little spider web of a city and there's no person you're gonna meet out in the random that doesn't at least have like two people in common with you on Instagram that's a little terrifying it's a little terrifying it's almost like it's almost like it pulls on the idea that I'm afraid of what other people would think too you know of the people that I'd be dating and even though like I love to be spoiled I'm not gonna lie I would love to be spoiled I don't know if I'm high maintenance I think I think I could be like to I don't know 40 percentile of the male population I could be considered high maintenance but I think it's also because I appreciate myself so much. Like I used to always be like, yeah, I'm a narcissistic. I'm a narcissistic. I'm, I'm very self-centered. I'm, I'm selfish. And by the way, that is never say bad things about yourself because that's going to tear down your ego like you have no idea. Like that's going to tear you down. Even though you think it's a joke, don't say bad things about yourself. But I would say these things and they were not wrong Like, I still love self-actualizing myself and self, yes, whatever that meant, and reaching new levels of enlightenment and stuff like that. And I think I would need a guy who also has his thing and loves to do his thing. But I just genuinely have no idea how it would look from a guy's perspective. You know, like, I love to be spoiled and I would love to have all these things, but I don't know, I wouldn't know what my... SO needs you know like how could I kind of just like share not even share like transcend proportionate proportion my love to somebody else and I know it's supposed to be like your significant other is your best friend but I feel like sometimes uh, I'm my best friend. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, even my actual best friends, I sometimes walk on eggshells around, you know? There's, like, at least two weeks out of an entire year that I'm like, and I'm uneasy about the situation with a certain friend. And I kind of feel like that's not what your relationship with your significant other should ever be. But I could also see how, like, you have to build it up to that, you know? You need to have a relationship, and it's got to have its ups and downs. I guess I'm just, I don't want the downs. I don't want the downs of a relationship. And I think that the only reason I'm thinking about relationships right now, it's because I myself, are, I'm so, I guess, happy and so fulfilled, so satisfied. I feel... Like, I have the world at my fingertips. The world is my oyster. What other cliche can I think about? But I feel like I have no pressure from my parents, no pressure from school, no pressure from my friends. That I'm... It's like I'm I'm kind of ready. I, I don't even want to say ready because... Well, I guess, you know what? I've got to put it out into the world sometime. But I feel like it wouldn't be bad if somebody just came along. Like, I think before I've thought about it, and I've almost thought about it in, like, I'm missing that physical touch. I'm missing that attention. But now, I don't want to say I'm seeking it. 
but I'm the most open to it that I've ever been before. And it's also, okay, so I, if you know me, I'm very, I can be impulsive. I can be um, a little bit much at times, you know. I, I speak a lot. I can come off as like the one who steals the room, you know, the big personality. And I have learned to like tame that down in my own brain. Like, before, I feel like I would have this, like, need, desire. Like, I feel like, you know how, like, you feed your dog or your pet every day and they have whatever they need inside. They have food, water, shelter. But whenever they open that door, whenever you open that door, the dog just sprints out, you know? That's how I kind of felt. It was like, I'm cool with me and myself and my friends and the people I know. Like, I'm good with that. But whenever I get the chance to kind of almost even prove myself or make new friends i was like that, i want to be that person like i'd want to be everybody's friend i was like the person that he took to a party if you'd want to like have i was almost i don't even like i don't want to say the center of attention but like a distraction or like the entertainment sometimes i felt like i needed to be the entertainment like i needed to be the the funniest friend there you know like i and i don't i truly don't know where that comes from but i'd be like i need to make every person laugh here every single conversation i have it needs i need to make like three jokes and 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 this is truly how i thought and i was not sad about it like it didn't didn't make me feel bad at all but whenever i'd be talking to somebody i'd be like they're not laughing they haven't laughed in a while like i need to make a joke right now like i need to i need to bring up something that i know they like you know, and, and I know this is why some of my friendships have failed in the past too. It's because we'd be talking about something and let's say I was the only one passionate about whatever I was talking about. And whenever I'd see that they don't care as much as I do, I'd be like, okay, I'm throwing this topic out of the window. You know, like I need to make sure they want to talk. I need to bring them out of their shell. Like it was truly something. So I remember when I learned, I, when I heard that um, saying like, Ask people questions. Make them talk about something that they like, and that's how they're gonna. That's how you're gonna get them talking. I try to do that with everybody I met. I'm like, okay, we just need to find common ground so that I can make this person talk, and so that I can talk to them, and we have something to talk about. And I'm not gonna lie, I made tons of friends. I made dozens of friends. I made probably more than 100, 200 friends this way. You know, I made probably what 300 people on my Instagram following this way by finding common ground. If I would find someone. I would ask them like kind of some questions until I could find common ground and then I'd target that specific common ground and I'd build it up from there. Like I'd be like, oh, do you play any sports? Do you play any musical instruments? Um, do you watch any shows? What's your favorite hobby? Do you like traveling? Like do you, do you like yoga, exercising? You know, and whenever they'd be like, oh yeah, I have watched and and it literally be the simplest, most basic thing because finding that common ground with a random person is not easy at all. Like finding trying to find that common ground with a person you saw at the supermarket because your mom started talking to their mom, not easy, not easy at all. So I'd be like, oh, you play soccer, and then I'd be like, oh, that is cool, and I I don't play soccer at all, right? So I'd be like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been to, like, soccer tournaments, and they they seem really cool, and, like, you know how you can only 
like how does that work you know you can only put three players who are on the bench like inside of the game something like that and i'd be like oh yeah i never knew that before what position do you play even though i don't know a single position in soccer besides the goalie i'd be like what position do you play defense right defense oh my god that's great that's so awesome i love that you know and i it's almost as if my perspective has shifted unconsciously and now i'm like i don't care i don't care if you play right defense because I have no darn idea of what right defense even does. Okay? Like, dude. Or gal. Or whatever you identify as. I don't... It's not that I even... It's not even I don't care. Because I don't care sounds like I could care less. But it's almost like... I want our conversation to be genuine. Because if I'm tr- if I truly pretend like I am interested in you playing right defense, then you're gonna add me on Snapchat and one day send me a Snapchat of you playing right defense, and I'll be like, who's this? Because I'm not gonna lie, I've made friends before and I've tried to seek common ground. And when when I seek common ground, it's something so vague and ambiguous. Like they'll be like, oh yeah, I watched Friends once, and I'll be and I try to build a friendship from that. And I and I met these people once. I met these people. I I know they're not listening. They were kind of selfish, honestly. They were kind of, like, I don't even know how to say it in English. But they were, like, there's so many words for this in Spanish. I genuinely don't know how to say it in English. That's so crazy. I met them. I was on a trip, and I met them. And I was like, oh, where are y'all from? And I'm going to make up this place. They're like, oh, we're from Fruitsland. And I'm like, oh, really? I went to Fruitsland once. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And I tell them about my experience in Fruitsland. These girls, they were, I think they were, like, five of them. I do not remember. I couldn't remember. I forgot their faces the moment the conversation ended because I don't really care that they're for Fruitsland. My experience in Fruitsland, I will remember because it's mine, but the fact that you live in Fruitsland could mean... Like, there's so many people who live in, live in Fruitsland, you know? And I met them the next day. I saw them again the next day. And I reintroduced myself. And I was like, oh, where y'all from? And they're like, we talked about this yesterday. And I was, I actually, I wasn't even embarrassed. That's kind of the problem. I was embarrassed for like, what, three minutes that I walked next to them. Then I never saw them again and I could care less. And that's not, and like, yes, we're following each other on social media now. But if they weren't following me, that'd be completely fine. And I think that it's because I don't need this constant friend person next to me walking next to me to make me feel secure and reassured in myself and what I'm doing it's like if I meet somebody new right now I approach it with a completely different kind of like mindset or plan of attack you know and this is only recent so if you feel like you're not up in my level yet (laughs) then it's okay when I meet somebody new now I don't go right ahead and I'm like, oh, what's your name? What's your favorite? No. If they feel like talking to me, great. If they're, if, if I genuinely like their shoes or if I genuinely like their shirt or if I genuinely like her top, if I genuinely think there's something that could really, truly beautiful come out of this conversation, I'll point it out. I'll be like, oh, you have great shoes. And if they decide to build upon that, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I got them like last week. Then I, I kind of hang on to that. I latch on to that. I'm like, oh, you did? Where'd you get? You know? You know? But if I'm like, oh, I, I like your top. And they're like, thanks. Fine. Dead. Done. Left. 
I feel like there is no point in me then complimenting her shoes or complimenting her hair if I have a feeling that her next response is also going to be, thanks. If I, and it doesn't matter, that's the point, like it doesn't matter if we build a conversation upon somebody's shoes, if I feel like this person wants to talk to me and this person is open to whatever comes out of it. But if it does, if, if nothing comes out of it, fine. If I'm at a party, right? And no one talks to me and I know no one and I talk to various people and they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sit there. I'll do my own thing. I'll leave early if I want. There's no more of this like FOMO and guilt tripping that I do on myself before. Like if you, if you went back and you talked to my like end of sophomore year, beginning of junior year self, I would not tell you this. I'd be like, no, 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 you have to be the life of the party. You have to be at every single party. You, you need to go to every single party because if you don't go, then Shakira is going to show up. Shakira, I don't even know why I said Shakira, you know? But I'd be like, I think like, oh, everybody's posting this on social media. Everybody's having fun without me. And I just need you to get that toxic mindset out of your head. I have no idea how we even ended up here. But it's clearly something I needed to say. I was, okay, this episode has a bunch of segments, right? Because I don't even know why. I think it's ran out of ideas the first day that I started recording. And right now I was listening back just to make sure it didn't sound like too choppy. And this is the first time that I re-listened to my recording of the Anchor ad. And I'm just like, who does who do I think I am? Like if I didn't, if I heard somebody else's podcast and they had an average Actually, I'm not even going to tell you how much my average listener count is. But if if like their podcast was as small as mine, I would definitely make fun of them. I would 10 out of 10 make fun of them. I'd call my friends and I'd make fun of them. I'd be like, that is like, who do they think are? Like, why do they think they're fam- famous? And I don't know if you've seen this, these uh, pair of girls on TikTok. And they basically do this sketch in which they're like, girl supporting girls, but we hate her. But but you know what? She can do whatever she wants, but she's terrible. But you know what? We love her. And I notice I do that a lot, but I hope my people understand, like, that's all in good fun. Like, if somebody else made fun of the way I talk in my anchor ad, I laugh with them. Because I, I can recognize how stupid and just, like, I don't, like, fake it sounds. It sounds like I have an average listener base of 500,000 listeners. Actually, I don't know. And I remember when I recorded it, I was like, this got to sound like professional or like, this is serious, you know, like we're, we're doing this. And I did it because it was kind of like a manifesting kind of thing. I was like, you know what, if I believe it, it's going to become true, you know, got to speak it into existence. And it made me think of today, I had to drop my mom off at the salon. And then I had to go pick her up. And when I went to pick her up, I brought my cat with me actually we got her a new backpack we got her one of those like taylor swift backpacks where we, you can put the cat in the backpack and it's like a cat backpack so it's especially for the cat and the cat can look out the backpack because the backpack is clear i probably took too long explaining what a cat backpack was but maybe you don't have a cat and you've never seen the taylor swift's cat backpack and you didn't see her documentary so you didn't know that there's a part in the documentary in which she has a cat backpack i don't think i've even finished the entire documentary you know something that happens to me very often is that I start watching movies and then I feel like I've already watched it before. So then I stop because I'm like, why would I rewatch the same movie that I already watched? 
But then again, if I already watched it, it was years ago. And I don't know why I have a vendetta against watching movies more than once. Another kind of cycle thing I do is that whenever I want to watch a movie, I just go on Netflix and then I choose a random movie and I start watching it. And a lot of people are like, what is up with that commitment? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, this is this used to not be me at all. I'm a new woman. Anyways, point being, when I was uh, going to pick my mom up from the salon, I had my cat in the back seat, right? And I had some music pumping and I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. And then I was like, you know what, TNG? And, you know, music gives me serotonin or happy hormones, whatever you call those. So I was like, you know what, TNG? You need to manifest things into existence. So I just started screaming a bunch of stuff that I like want I was like I'm a happy person this is a happy life I'm gonna meet my I'm gonna be with my friends the future is amazing great things await you know yada 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 whatever you want to call it and you know what maybe this is your daily reminder that you need to manifest and don't come here questioning when, whether manifesting is real or not I don't care it's like fake it till you make it kind of situation laugh right now if you're not laughing laugh smile stand up you question mark look in person have a good posture you know breathe in take a deep breath hold it hold it for like what is it like breathe in seven seconds hold it for seven seconds and then breathe out for eight seconds i don't know it's something like that but you go do that because that's gonna make your life better and that's on period that's on what that's on period anyways hope you take my advice hope you have a great day i love you guys so much the end